0: five rules for fragile knife guys self-defense self-awareness self-development this is the martial arts podcast with phil elmore it is a, a source of constant interest for me constant curiosity what will my next martial arts podcast be about I'm always thinking about it because there's an endless need for more topics. How do I cover something I haven't covered before? What's new and interesting? What would grab listeners? What would make people want to subscribe to this show, which almost no one listens to? I'm in a curious position because I am legitimately a best-selling author. My best-selling book is a book on CPAP machines. It wasn't what I wanted to get famous for doing. When I wrote books for Paladin Press, Uh, My thought was, I'm going to get famous doing martial arts stuff, and because the universe is not without a sense of humor, my best-selling book is about not dying in your sleep from sleep apnea. That said, uh, apparently there's a whole lot of people who, despite the fact that no one listens to my podcasts, no one watches my social media, and I have very few actual friends on social media compared to actual influencers, I should say, People seem to really, really care what I think. And yet, while I'm supposed to be on constant guard to protect other people's fragile little feelings, no one gives a damn if I'm angry or upset about anything. No one on planet Earth has ever woken up and said, gosh, I hope this doesn't annoy Phil Elmore. So, (laughs) it is in that context that the most bizarre thing happened yesterday. I ended up unfriending... Uh, on social media including instagram and facebook one guy in particular who i've always liked and i regret that because it didn't have to be that way so what happened was ron collins uh, who we've talked about on the martial arts podcast before self-proclaimed ninjutsu master and now uh, lifelong convicted felon uh, Ron Collins was very upset at me. Normally, he reserves his ire for other people on his extensive enemies list. For whatever reason, I made the list, uh, or I, I got—I made the docket recently. So, on his Shadow Warrior publishing page, he posted like a mock-up book cover a photoshop that i gather was probably made by someone else i think ron gathers these photoshops from the mixed martial arts forum full of amoral degenerates where they are happy to encourage him one guy there actually encouraged him to break the law break custody uh leave his county travel to my state and murder me Um, that's the type of people you're dealing with um i have no fear that ron would actually try to do that fortunately but still, there's a principle involved. And I think uh, this particular Photoshop, it wasn't particularly good, but it was evidence of the fact that Ron was upset. Ron was upset with me. So I took screen captures of the posts and I put them on my Facebook wall. And I said, "And I, I hate that I have to use sentences like, oh, look, I put them on my Facebook wall. But that's what happened. So I put the, the pictures on my Facebook wall. And I wrote something like, you haven't lived until you've made a convicted felon this mad at you. Because Ron is a convicted felon. Ron became a convicted felon during the time that I've been contending with him. Uh, Years ago, I made the mistake of writing an article about him, and it was all downhill from there. Um, I gave up muckraking martial arts journalism because I got tired of making weirdos angry and making lifelong enemies. And it seems like, no matter how hard I try... These weirdos keep finding me, even when I'm just minding my own business. Now, granted, in this case, I'm adjacent to the topic area because I'm laughing at someone who's clearly angry at me. But I still don't feel like this is worth pulling in other people. So I post this on my Facebook wall, and then I go away and I watch the latest episode of Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. Um, I come back a couple hours after having made that post, The episode didn't take a couple hours. I had dinner. I did other things. I come back, and this, some guy that I sort of vaguely remembered the name, but it's not someone that I follow closely. It isn't someone I really know. I have lots of people on my Facebook page like that. Uh, People who I've connected with either because, I don't know, maybe they bought something from my store or they were in a group where we had a common interest. I'm pretty indiscriminate on people that I add as friends, and I accept most friend requests that come my way. And the guy starts his post in the weirdest way he says i normally try to avoid your posts now i don't know about you but where i come from that's an insult that's that's called starting your dialogue with hey jerk face so this manly man who wants to open a dialogue with me uh says uh, i normally try to avoid your posts My, my first question is Why are you following me on social media then? The way to avoid my posts would be to not do that. He then goes into chapter and verse about how this isn't the first time that I've dismissed the lives of felons, and he has 54 felony arraignments, not something to be proud of, by the way, Um, and and how dare I minimize the lives of of felons, and and am, am I saying that felons' lives are worthless? I'm like, no one was saying any of that. The guy in question happens to be a convicted felon. If he was a graduate of Clown Academy, I would have said you haven't lived until you've made a card-carrying Clown Academy graduate this angry at you. It's just a descriptor. Now, yes, I, I tend to look somewhat askance at people who have repeated serious brushes with the law, because I've made a concerted effort to not do that if you've got a felony rap sheet as long as your arm there are life choices you're making that are causing you difficulty now i'm a libertarian at heart i understand some people just do what they want and they let the consequences handle themselves they don't have a a a high regard for the long-term consequences of their actions they live for short-term consequences it's kind of the Jack Bauer mentality. The reason that Jack Bauer in 24 was compelling was because he would do anything to accomplish a short-term goal and hang the long-term consequences, which always came back to bite him. So I was like, I, I see no reason to tolerate this casual disrespect. So I removed him from my page. I blocked him. I'm like, let me allow me to relieve you of the burden of following me. And then another guy who I've always liked chimes in and says, you, you blocked him and wouldn't have a conversation with him and he wasn't being aggressive with you. I'm like, seemed kind of insulting to me, but I'm not going to tolerate it from him and I won't tolerate it from you. And probably these guys are all uh, communicating with each other on a, a Facebook group somewhere because I'm pretty sure they're all part of the same knife-oriented organization. Uh, which I'm not going to mention because I'm not looking to start trouble with that organization. It's just what you need to know is these people all know each other. They're all part of the same group. And so they, half of Southern California jumps in on that thread. Along the way, a friend of mine found this dude's name in a, in a news article about a sex offender. It's not necessarily the same guy. He posts that, and suddenly everyone's like, Elmore, you allowed him to slander that guy. I'm like, I didn't allow him to do anything. And I deleted that entire thread and started over. I created a new version of the post to just broom out all of that nonsense, all of that back and forth. Um, And I don't allow anyone to do anything. My friend went to a martial arts group that he's an admin of and posted the same thing. So, you know, you, you can take that up with him. I don't control him. I don't control anybody. And I will not be held responsible for what other people say. I, I said as much in the process of fielding some of the private message requests, one guy, one idiot, even wrote to me and said, You said he was this guy. You said he was a sex offender. I said, I, I said no such thing. People, you, if you want to pick fights with strangers on the internet, at least get your facts straight. So all of this is going on, and I'm getting more and more annoyed because it's all completely avoidable. You're getting butt hurt because you're apparently sensitive about being a felon. And somebody whose posts you try to avoid, you say, uh, while following them on multiple social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, somebody has mentioned the word felon and now you're upset. And now all of your friends are like, well, he wasn't rude with you. He wanted to open a dialogue. I'm like, no, if you were interested in dialoguing with me man to man, you would have not started with an insult. If you had just said, hey, man, I got some felony issues myself. Are you saying felons are bad people? And I would have responded, going to have to take that on a case-by-case basis. This has nothing to do with you. So it occurred to me that all of these people who are part of this tough guy, knife-oriented group, they all seem to have incredibly thin skin, incredibly fragile egos. And I don't understand why. And this has been brought up to me before. When I did my Medusa interview, and the, the folks from Medusa at least one of whom was eh, was a little critical of some other organizations that he's worked with or seen in the past. And that apparently touched off behind the scenes a whole lot of political drama among knife groups. And when I was describing this to someone else, he's like, you know, it's weird, all these people who are training to take another human being's life with a knife seem so quick to fly off the handles on social media. It's, and, and it's not like these people are meeting in real life it's like the Jets versus the Sharks and we're all snapping and doing smooth jazz as we advance on each other with our switchblades it's ridiculous so I thought why not offer as my next martial arts podcast five rules for fragile knife guys five rules for traveling this internet information superhighway nobody ever uses that phrase anymore I miss it Five rules for existing on the internet. If you're one of these people who has an eggshell-thin skin, and you're given to sending walls of text to the people who've offended you, and that is what I woke up to this morning. A wall of text from this guy complaining that uh, he's, you know, still angry a day later. Like, this is over, man. We're done. But here, let me... Let me share with you excerpts from the message. This is a a massive wall of text. You're a funny guy. You have a podcast. You're up on monetization trying to gain followers. I am not monetized. Uh, You say, I had no business on that post. This is your MO every time anyone calls you out on your BS. No, I'm a reasonable person. And when you lose your mind over something that had nothing to do with you, it had nothing to do with you. Uh, you don't stand on the context of, of your opinion, and you just immediately find some erroneous reason to dismiss their argument. No, again, I'm just not interested in your drama. It had nothing to do with you. Uh, I never got aggressive on that post as you were trying to spin the narrative. No, you were insulting. That's casual disrespect. I won't tolerate it. Uh, if you're going to get outraged and be insulting, that's your problem. That's on you. I simply asked you a question, and because you didn't like the context, you spun out, not me. I didn't step up, bring a tough guy as you explained it. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. And this is exactly why nobody should take you seriously. And yet, here you are, still butthurt, about a post that had nothing to do with you, the next day. Uh, you can't even carry a dialogue with another man without projecting some BS. Uh, I can, and I would, and I will, but you wanted to be insulting. That is not how a quote-unquote another man would approach wanting to have a dialogue. If you want to be a thin-skinned, fragile, angry man, that's on you. I'm not that guy. Oh my god, I used the phrase. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Uh, Apparently I am that guy. Uh, and then you allow your associate to spin some blatant lie that I'm some pedophile. Again, didn't allow it, couldn't confirm it, wasn't involved in it. Don't. I don't have anything to do with what other people post, and I will not be held responsible for what they say. I remove that entire thread to remove all of those offensive comments, so you can just quit your whining. Uh, let's see, I lost my place here when you allow and co-sign other people's BS that is on you no wrong it's not I am responsible for what I say not for what other people say uh, that guy was tagged directly in that post uh, I don't know what that means I didn't tag him clearly he's a colleague of yours and willingly participating in promoting uh, I don't know if I'm willingly participate in promoting that slant. basically I told him to go F himself and blocked him because I, I have no patience For this nonsense I just don't so that is what brings us here today my irritation I'm normally a little more detached when it comes to these these uh, podcasts but I just I'm so sick and tired of fragile little man babies getting upset over something that they don't have to be upset about and then again No one's ever worried about making me angry. No one's ever worried about upsetting me. It's always, why aren't you protecting my feelings? Maybe be an adult. Maybe go off and run your own friggin' life. So, five rules for fragile knife guys trying to navigate the internet. Rule number one. If you think the post is about you, it's probably not. Let's run a checklist. Is your name on it? Were you tagged in it? Did I say, hey, this is about you? If I did, chances are good it is. If I didn't, it's not. You can go through life upset at everything and assuming everything that someone posts is about you. They didn't mention me, but this is clearly about me. And you'll be wrong most of the time. The world doesn't revolve around you. I read a long time ago a lesson about road rage. One of the reasons road rage happens is because we assume other drivers do things deliberately in our direction. When in fact most people are not paying attention to us, don't know that we're there, and aren't trying directly to offend us. They do things that we interpret as offenses against us and then flip out. We flip out. So the way to avoid road rage is to understand that most people are not paying attention to you. Narcissists and people who are obsessed with themselves are constantly worried that everything is some subtle attack on them. Um, (laughs) Brie Larson springs to mind. Brie Larson, when she did her interview tour, uh, for it was after Captain Marvel came out, but before Avengers Endgame, I think. And it was clear that she did not get along with the rest of the cast. And anytime anyone asked her a question, you could tell that she was kind of on the defensive where that's concerned. And at one point, someone asked her a perfectly innocent question, and she said, is that some kind of attack or something like that? I forget what her exact words were. But it was obvious that she was concerned that people were out to criticize her. So if you approach all of your internet activities with the attitude that someone is looking to criticize you, it's absolutely going to be the case that you see that in everything. So just understand, as you navigate the internet with your paper-thin skin, it's probably not about you. Try to calm yourself. Point number two, nobody is paying attention to you the way that you think they are. This goes hand-in-hand with point number one. Um, it's even when people aren't posting about you, if you're posting stuff online, and this is all online, this is not these are not in-person human interactions. Uh, if If you think that people are watching everything that you do and paying attention to the things that you post, they're not. I guarantee you they're not. Uh, I joke frequently about the fact that nobody listens to this podcast, nobody listens to my other podcast, actually less nobody listens to my other podcast Um, people don't pay attention to what I post on social media if I publish a book and post that there's like five guys who care and I love those five guys like life itself but I, I just can't expect any more engagement than that because people aren't paying attention so I make these jokes to remind myself to keep in perspective that none of this is that important you know, I, I'm nobody in in the scheme of the internet. Um, the fact that you've maybe heard of Street Sword makes me—I don't know—a tiny percentage of half half a, a a gradation of a notch above the average person who is a nobody. Um, you know, I once made uh, Chris Hardwick Hardwick feel silly on Twitter. That's that's my greatest claim to fame. So. If you think people are paying attention to you and obsessing over you and looking at everything you do, I guarantee you they're not. Try to keep it in perspective or you're going to be upset all the time. Number three, as I've just read to you, and I probably should have held off and read that message at this point in the podcast, uh, walls of text prove the other guy right. Allow me to introduce you to everyone's friend the double return. After you finish two or three sentences, hit return a couple times. Or, in some, pa- in some cases, shift return so that you don't accidentally post what you're writing. For the love of God, put white spaces between your thoughts. Make some paragraphs. A wall of obsessive text. A is something I'm probably not going to read. Although in this case, I read it for the first time in its entirety here. If you have some kind of problem with me, and I basically tell you to F off, and then the next day I wake up to your obsessive wall of text, still butthurt about it, you are the one with the problem. I've already moved on. I've stated plainly, this has nothing to do with me. Whatever offense you've taken was not one I gave, and you are free to go about your life without me in it. Again, allow me to relieve you of the burden of following me because I'm not here to put that obligation on anyone. I will never forget now someone starting a message to me with, I normally try to avoid your posts. That is so psychotic to me. I just don't get it. You don't normally try to avoid them or you wouldn't be here now. I don't. Oh, that's one for the books. That's right up there with the guy who ordered something from my Etsy store and then wrote to me to tell me that I had the wrong address because the address that was in Etsy for him, one he put in was an old address. And I'm like, but that's the address you gave me. So I shipped to that address. Well, you should have checked. I'm like, how? What am I supposed to ring up the FBI? Is this guy still at this address? Thanks, buddy. Like, what psychic power would enable me to check that? That is easily the single most psychotic message I've ever gotten on Etsy. And this, I normally try to avoid your post, but is the single most psychotic way anyone has ever opened a a contact with me in an attempt to insult me while claiming they want to start a dialogue. You know, man, if you just said, hey, I've got some felony stuff and I want to talk about it because I feel like you're being dismissive of people who have legal issues, I would have had that conversation. Instead, you wanted to be insulting and butthurt, and that goes nowhere good. Because I'm too old to tolerate people's casual disrespect, and it happens a lot. I think I'm bad at choosing my friends or indiscriminate in the people that I link up with on social media, because it seems to happen with great frequency. That everyone wants me to be protective of their fragile feelings. But they never give a damn about whether or not I'm going to be offended when they insult me. So, go your separate way. Live your life. We don't need to interact. That brings me to point number four. When you get your friends involved, and you say, Come on over to this thread. They're being mean to so-and-so. Nobody is impressed with your Facebook blanket party. A bunch of guys whining on social media are not a gang of tough guys. Nobody is impressed by that. And I don't know who you think you're kidding. Like, I understand loyalty. I understand standing up for a friend. But insulting me, especially if we've been friends on social media for a long time and we've never had an issue with each other. It's fine to stand up for your friend, but insulting me and judging me and going, oh, leaving that comment up that someone else made, that's a bad look. I'm like, I am doing my best to delete all this crap. So you've just crossed a line with me. I'm not going to tolerate your nonsense. And this is universal. This is not just about me. These are rules that I want all of you to apply to your own social media interactions. Don't tolerate casual disrespect. It's social media. Just cut them off. Take out the, the, the greatest machete of social interaction you have and start lopping. Because this is unnecessary. I won't tolerate it and neither should you. And finally, rule number five for navigating the internet when you have the thinnest of thin skins. And that rule is calm the hell down. People need to uh, people need to understand. Losing your temper solves nothing. Every I've said before. Every time I've lost my temper, I've regretted it. It happened to me just recently, and it happened in a way the worst possible context. Um, to make a long story short, I lost my temper and had something of an outburst after a series of stressful external influences prompted me to say some things I probably shouldn't have. And I made my apologies to the people whose opinions I cared about after the fact, because I'm human and I make mistakes. But unfortunately, this happened in the presence of somebody, an in-law will say, who already doesn't like me. So I have done nothing to make her feel better about me as a human being, because I lost my temper. And I feel bad about that. So... All of us could do with the advice to calm the hell down if you've ever found yourself typing a wall of text to somebody who's already made it clear they don't want to talk to you stop what's that I wish I, I I don't use clips of other media in my stuff but imagine that sound clip stop get help I just you shouldn't be if you're you're sitting there typing away and 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 you realize, like, I'm about to send a wall of text. Stop yourself. You know, it's that, what was it, the Gillette commercial where the guy sees the pretty girl and he goes to approach her and his buddy's like, whoa, hold on there, son. Just picture that dude. Don't do it. Don't send the wall of text. Don't start your conversation with an insult and then claim that you just want a dialogue between men. Don't send me a lengthy diatribe that indicates you have no respect for me when you never communicated this before if I'm such a, a horrible person and a comical figure and so lacking in these manly qualities that that you run your life by with your 54 felony arraignments so clearly you're doing something very correct um, if that's the case why are you following me to start with why are we interacting at all i obviously I am unworthy Of your masculine presence so take it elsewhere take it to the club of people you associate with who exemplify the values that you appreciate that seems pretty simple to me so if you are a a, an owner of thin skin if you are navigating the internet as a knife guy who is easily nettled, easily outraged, easily upset. And further, if you then respond to accusations of being outraged and nettled by saying, I, I, was, I was not outraged, I was merely trying to initiate a dialogue. Follow these rules. If you think a post is about you, it probably isn't. Nobody is paying attention to you the way you think they are. Walls of text prove the other guy right. A bunch of guys whining on social media don't amount to a gang of tough guys because nobody is impressed with your social media blanket party. And finally, calm the hell down. Follow these five rules. You will be better off and everyone around you will be better off. All right, that will do it for the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. I have been the aforementioned Phil Elmore. Until next time, pretend I said something cool here. This has been the Martial Arts Podcast with Phil Elmore. Visit us online at Linktree slash